Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. And it's in the 700 BC, in that time frame of 700 BC. And then also it was that time when Isaiah prophesied that there will be, be a coming Savior, a Messiah. And so over here in Rome was created an empire to somehow conflict with what God was doing in Jerusalem. And the two were known enemies. Rome tried to take down Israel many, many times, and they did. They became the dominant powers in Israel. And to change the things that they changed, they changed them over some of the things that Israel was doing so that God could also be, their God could be served in a time frame or timeline or also as types and maybe shadows of what God was doing in Jerusalem. Now I know some of you will not, I'll, I'll just throw it out real quick, that's it. We often hear about some of these, um, you know, one of the coming, um, one of the coming um, holidays known as Christmas. And I think everybody knows if you really search, and I'm not going to go into those details, it aggravates some people, but it's obvious that Christmas Mass, Christ Mass, that's what it is, it came from a pagan uh, background. Pagan is Rome. So the festivals that Israel had, and the Jewish people were commanded to have, Rome went and duplicated something to replace that. Now, when you study what happened in Rome and what happened in Jerusalem, you'll see this is exactly what's been happening for many, many years. They tried to take this from Israel and replace it with this under the Roman or pagan rule. Today known as the Catholic Church, if I can say it that way. That's the religious part of it. So what we have is in this idea about Jesus, and I'm, this is where I'm going to ask you to see something here. How many of you know that the word Jesus was not known more than 400 years ago? It was not known. About 400 years ago, Jesus was they took the word Yeshua and they changed it to Jesus. And in the original language, there is no J, it's only Y, Yeshua. If you look at the picture to the right, that picture originates from, it was a Greek god called Zeus. The picture on the left, who is it? See similarities? That is, according to Roman standards, Jesus. Look at the two. What happened? I truly believe this is what happened. Based on some things that the Bible says, and I'll get to those verses. Just keep that up for a little bit. When Satan fell in heaven... He made a declaration of some things. One of the things that I believe he tries to do is to replace the true one with a false one. 
Bible very much indicates that. Now, I'll read some verses. <coughs> Excuse me. Isaiah also says this. Isaiah 35:10, And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs of everlasting joy will be upon their heads, and they shall obtain joy and gladness. Sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Isaiah 51, 11, Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion, and everlasting joy shall be upon their heads, and they shall obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. Now look at Ezekiel and look at some of these verses. And just for a moment in Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 2, Son of man, say unto the prince of Tyrus, Thus saith the Lord God, because thine heart is lifted up and thou hast said, I am a God. I sit in the seat of God in the midst of the seas, yet thou art a man and not God, though thou set thine heart as the heart of God. Ezekiel 28, 11. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus, the king of Tyrus being Lucifer, and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sun, the sum, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Who do you think that was? It would have been Lucifer. Isaiah, verse 14, verse 12, or chapter 14, verse 12. Thou art fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. Thou art cast down to the ground. Thou didst weaken the nations. How did he weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. The word Zeus means the God of the heavens. Here, Lucifer says, I will exalt my throne above the stars or the angels of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation. I will put myself somewhere in the congregation. In the sights of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will be like the Most High. Very interesting, isn't it? Now, like I say, this is a rabbit tail. Nobody is sleeping out there. And you're probably going to go home because I'm going to recommend you. Go and look it up on the Internet. Think for yourself. Is there a reason that all at once I'm finding across the globe people are turning back to the word Yeshua rather than Jesus? Now, let me be very and absolutely clear that just because you and I have looked to the name Jesus and called on Jesus to be healed and Jesus to be saved, the person is the same one. We want to have that clear. It's what we have in our heart is understanding who Jesus is, is the higher power and the higher authority that comes from God. He is the Son of God. But is it possible that Rome went and sneaked another name in there? Because they tried to duplicate... Zeus, because what they describe in mythology, ancient mythology, was that Zeus would have been what God or Jesus is. And so if they can take that name only 400 years ago. Now, let me come back to this parable thing that I just said. It was a parable. It will not actually happen that there is a law being passed to change the New Testament name. To Zenith. No, I just wanted your response. 
I don't think that there would be anybody here that would go and use the word zenith. We just would not because of that. But 400 years ago, the church struggled with the same thing. They changed the word to Jesus from Yeshua. Now today, we've been removed from it and been ignorant of it for so many years that some of us have a problem to call him Yeshua. Do you hear what I'm saying? Are there perhaps some of these little details that God will give to people that have gladness of heart? Because with it, it will radiate God's glory and God's truth will come because they understand that, I'll give them more. If I look around today, and I look around the world amongst Christian settings and I find those that are truly enjoying and living in the joy and in the presence of God by way of, um, how should I say, by way of jubilance, by way of praise and worship and so forth, in a pure sense, there's a lot of falseness out there, but in a pure, pure sense, it's the ones that I see are becoming aware of some of these tricks that have been played on us down through the years. And I believe before Jesus' return, or Yeshua's return, God will take us back to where he really wants us. Can you imagine if we would be sitting in a church service today 400 years ago, and they would have just translated the word from Yeshua to Jesus, which looks close to in some language, it looks really close to the same word, Zeus, as Jesus. And when you look at it, you can see very obvious there was some thought put behind this to try and bring them as close together as we can so that the one would replace the other one. And 400 years later, we have somewhat lived in ignorance thinking that and take offense when someone says Yeshua. Why is this entering into the picture of gladness? Let's go back to the verse where I left off on that. Sing unto God, sing praises to his name. This is coming back. The names of God are again being uncovered. We were fine with just calling it God for two, three hundred years. But it seems at the end all at once, God is God Almighty, Almighty God. The one that is always lived, the one that is eternal, is bringing his people back to an awareness that I do have different names. And I do desire to have those names addressed, because that's me. Sing unto God, sing praises to his name. You know, the Mormons say they have God, and it's the same God. They also say they have a Jesus. They believe he was a brother to Satan, but they still use his name. But when the times become more difficult and there's more idolatry coming back into the world and in, amongst Christianity, I believe God will separate some things and show us, no, no, this is who I am. This is who I am. This is who I am because that's who I want to be known as. Who is God? Well, he is my supplier. There's a name for that. I believe it's Nisai. God is my, God is my, God is my. There's just names for that. Here he's just simply saying, sing unto God. 
Sing praises to his name. Extol him that rides upon the heavens by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. Here is the question that some of you might disagree with, and I'm fine with that. This is not a theological debate that I'm wanting to start here, but I want you to consider. Is maybe the reason that we have gone away from looking at the names and making them personal to us in who we worship because of some of the idolatry that Rome has created? Now, when I look at the Christians in Italy that were just with us, it's not very hard for them to use the name Yahweh and Yahshua because they know the origin. They, they view the Catholic Church most definitely as the Antichrist because of how much Antichrist they have done, or I should say Rome as a whole because they try to undo who Christ is, the Christ. You see, the word Yahshua means Savior. And so when I say Jesus, it has no real meaning. It's a conglomerate of some letters they brought together, and they look somewhat like the one on the right up here in the picture. If you look at it. But if I look at the one that was asked to be called Yahshua, same word as Yahshua, uh, 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 Joshua. If I look at that name that God said, and his name, or the angel said, Gabriel said, his name shall be called Yahshua. It never says Jesus. They just went and formed these letters. Now get me right. Does that mean some of you have been saying, yes, Jesus, you're saying it to Jesus? No, because your heart is where God looks at. But are there perhaps some things that we might consider that maybe idolatry has placed some things in the, in the, in the, uh, in the church across America and in our own worshiping life where all at once the things that were original now becomes an offense to us? I've taken some... Uh, Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.